Welcome to the Harmony Church Podcast. For more information on service times, any upcoming events, or joining a life group, please check out our website, harmonychurch.nz. We really hope this week's podcast blesses you. Wow, who would have thought that we would be in lockdown here together on this beautiful day here in Christchurch? And um, I would love to uh, share some thoughts around uh, Good Friday and um, can you please get ready for your communion again? I mean, today is, of course, uh, D-Day for, um, for sharing communion here today. So please get ready for your elements, which we'll do at the end of my reflection here uh, today. And um, please also, if there's any need that you have, make sure that you contact us. Uh, many of us have been calling uh, you guys. Uh, we, we're actually calling the whole church. And it's wonderful to be in touch with you over the phone and over Skype and over different ways. But it's good to see what uh, God is doing. You know, generally, everybody's doing quite fine. Uh, and uh, we, we appreciate what God is doing. Uh, some people have lost their jobs, but some actually are, are, a lot of them, a lot of you actually working from home. And it's amazing that we can these days, because of the internet, work from home. And so uh, God bless you uh, in this time uh, as we celebrate here today. Now, Isaiah um, prophesied uh, hundreds of years before Jesus that Jesus would come and what he would do for us. And so I'd like to read this uh, to you right now let's do this together in Isaiah 53 from the Passion Translation it says yet he was the one who carried our sicknesses and endured the torment of our sufferings we viewed him as one who was being punished for something he himself had done as one who was struck down by God and brought down but it was because of our rebellious deeds that he was pierced and because of our sins that he was crushed he endured the punishment that made us completely whole and in his wounding we found our healing today I want to talk about the power of the cross and you know the cross stands in history as a great and powerful exchange it is so powerful and so much power was released on that good friday 2000 years ago as jesus the sinless lamb of god god's own son in the flesh that he would go to a cross for us and to bear our sin at calvary it was really the best exchange rate ever and we'll talk about this in a moment and I was been pondering about um, our turbulent times right now, the crisis that we are in as a, as a nation, but also as a world together. These unsettling times and people are fearful and there's anxiety around, there's worry around the place. You know, the cross speaks so strong. The cross is such a place of love. It speaks of encouragements. It speaks of hope. It speaks of healing. It speaks of forgiveness. It speaks right into our situation right now. Now, I don't know where you are gathering right now. I don't know where you are in the world. Many of you, many of you will be in Christchurch here with your family sitting together, with your kids together. And it's wonderful how we can share in this moment. But God speaks to us from the cross in a powerful, powerful way. As the earth collided with heaven. As Jesus carried the sin and the wrongdoing of, of the world on himself. 
And then in exchange, his life was released into our lives, into the world. The imperfection of the earth collided with the perfection of heaven. Isn't that wonderful? And, and, and how much strength and hope can we carry from this? As I said before, Jesus carried in his body the sicknesses of the world. Now this includes coronavirus. This includes cancer. This includes the flu or whatever sickness that we have in our world. He carried in his body. This is the sinless son of God. He carried this in his body. Every disease. But also every pain. Every worry. Every fear. He carried it all in his body. In uh, Isaiah 53, in the Amplified, it says, Surely he has borne our griefs and he bore our pain. Our pain, uncertainty, our fear, worry, insecurity, the shortcomings that we see in our lives even in a time like this. So that he could release heaven's glory to us heaven's perfection to us, the power of the life of God, the comfort of the life of God, the healing of the life of God into our situation here today, wherever you are. Isn't that wonderful? Right in your bubble. Are you in pain today? Are you sick today? Are you worried in this time? Are you still struggling with thoughts of fear, Jesus carried this for you and for me. And because of that, he can encourage us. He can strengthen us. He can comfort us, come forth with strength. He is our strengthener in a time of trouble. This is good news. This is good news. The power of the cross is so strong. See, his love is irresistible. And his power is so great. And his presence can break any yoke, any sickness, anything in our lives that we are struggling with. His anointing is so strong. And he paid for this on the cross. And because of that, the exchange happened. We gave him our pain. And then he gives us his love and his power and his anointing of the Holy Spirit to speak into our lives and to strengthen us. A few days ago, I got a, a message, a, a testimony of a friend of ours, uh, Kevin Detman from Bethel Church in America. And he said this, he got this uh, message from a friend of him, his in, um, in Switzerland. He says, some pastor friends of mine from Switzerland just told me that one of their members' father had tested positive for coronavirus soon after he was admitted in the hospital and put into ICU where he was put in an induced coma as the doctors tried several therapeutic measures and nothing worked. And the family was notified that there was nothing they could do except prepare for inevitable death. Immediately, the church was mobilized into action and they started declaring the presence of God, the finished work of Christ, into that hospital room the next morning. He had recovered 50% and now he is feeling just fine. The doctors described the recovery as miraculous. 
Now, this is what happens when the church comes together to release the therapy of heaven. The presence and the power of God's kingdom coming into the earth. We can make a difference, friends. We can make a difference as a church, as Christians. We are called to be physicians' assistants. Partnering with the great physician, Jesus Christ, about his will on earth as it is in heaven. Isn't that a powerful testimony? In Revelation it says, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. If Jesus does it with this man right there in hospital, right there in Switzerland, he can do it for you. And I want to pray right now for you that heaven's glory, heaven's power that was released through the cross will now come into your room. Wherever you are and whatever you need. If you are sick, if you are worried, if you are fearful. The other day I was praying one of our services and somebody had the flu and was completely healed after we prayed and after we had the service. There is power in the blood of Jesus. There is power in the presence of God right now, Lord. Hallelujah. I pray that your presence would just come into every household, into every room, into every bubble, wherever you're watching from, and that you would feel the tangible presence of God and that you would be healed right now in Jesus' name. By his stripes, we were healed 2,000 years ago. And Father, we thank you for that work and we thank you for the manifestation of your presence and your healing power, whatever the need is. Right now, cancer go in Jesus' name. Any flu go, any coronavirus, anything in the name of Jesus, be healed. Be healed. This is the promise from Isaiah, verse 5. He, Jesus, endured punishment that made us completely whole. You can receive that. He made us completely whole. And by his wounding, we found healing. We found healing. Now, it was very interesting that some of the prophets in the world had been speaking around uh, uh, Passover, that God would do something, that something would change around this time of Passover. Because Passover was on Wednesday night, the 8th of April, into yesterday, into Thursday, that, that moment there. And uh, I, was, I was very surprised uh, to hear yesterday, uh, Yustinda Adern uh, saying uh, that there was a turnaround and that she said there is actually now the lowest number of cases, new cases. And she actually says at the moment there is a turnaround happening. Now, some of the prophetic words have been speaking around this time that around Easter there would be a stopping, there would, would be a, a, a curtailing of this virus around the globe. I was talking to a mother uh, last night in Holland. The same happened yesterday in Holland. They say something's happening because the, 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 um, the curve is slowing down and there's been a change happening. And so any prophetic words that have been spoken uh, is, are invitations for us to, to pray. Come on, to pray. Because what's happened is God can say something to somebody, but it's us who say, yes, Lord. It is us who say amen to the promises of God and the, and the, and the declarations of God. So let's just pray right now for our nation, can we? Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the power of the cross. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you became sin for us. You became coronavirus for us. You became uh, cancer for us, Lord. You became sick. You became cursed for us that we may find healing. And so today we curse the coronavirus and any influence in our nation right now. And we pray that New Zealand will be the first nation to be completely coronavirus free in Jesus' name. We thank you for the blood of Christ that is so powerful, Lord. It is so powerful. And we just declare this over our nation in this time. Come on. Everybody say, Amen. 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 
You know, I was part of, there's all these millions of people praying right now. No wonder there's something happening because I was part of a prayer meeting earlier this week with about 50,000 people watching live online through a time. And it, was, it came from Colombia. Uh, and uh, I was invited as five pastors from New Zealand to pray for New Zealand in a half an hour time. And it went around the globe, uh, all these people praying. And I know many people on Zoom. There's so many prayer meetings. Guys, we've got to pray. We've got to keep praying. Praying for the blood of Jesus, not only for the virus to go, but also for the economy to be protected, from your house to be protected, even if you've lost your job, that God will come in because we look to Him. We look to Him because He provides from His riches and glory. I already hear of miracles happening right now, of just things happening because God loves you and He will not let you fall. He will not let you fall in Jesus' name. So Jesus paid for our healing, but also He paid for our sin. It is so beautiful. It says it was because of our rebellious deeds that he was pierced and because of our sins that he was crushed. The sinless son of God, Jesus Christ, took on himself the sin, the wrongdoing of the whole world. He took it so that we might be free. That we might be forgiven. That we might be holy and righteous. Righteous means that we have right standing with God. There's nothing in the way. Even though we've made mistakes in our lives. He gives us the gift of righteousness because of Jesus Christ. It's nothing you can do about it. It's nothing you can gain. It's not by your works. It's, it's grace. It's the grace of God coming to you. To you. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, it says, it's one of my very favorite verses in the Bible. God made him, Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. What a great news. What a great powerful power is in the cross of Christ. This is the news that every person in the earth, every person in Christchurch and New Zealand needs to hear that they can be completely forgiven, completely righteous because of what Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has done for us. Amen? Amen. Isaiah 53 in verse 6, it says, The Lord laid on him the sin of the world. And then he took the sin on Good Friday, like today. He took the sin and he died and all the sin of the world was on him. And he took it to the grave. He took it to the grave. And he destroyed sin and death. And of course we're going to celebrate on Sunday how he rose victoriously. And the sin was dealt with. And the death was dealt with. And the curse was dealt with in his body in Jesus' name. Come on. This is the best news ever. I love this in Colossians. Colossians says it so well in 2.14. When we were dead in our sins... In the uncircumcision of our flesh, God made us alive with Christ, which he will do on, on Easter Sunday. We're going to celebrate that. And he forgave us all of our sins. Come on, say it. He forgave us all of our sins, having canceled the charge of legal, legal indebtedness, which stood against us, and he condemned it. And he taken, uh, has taken it away by nailing it on the cross. And having disarmed the powers and the authorities, he made a public spectacle over them, triumphing over them on the cross. The enemy has been defeated. The death has been defeated. Coronavirus has been defeated. The enemy has been defeated. And we have been given forgiveness. 
we have been given any cancellation of debts that we still feel to God. And man, this one is so powerful that he, uh, that the thing that stood against us and that condemned us. You no longer have to feel condemned. Jesus became condemned for us. He became the guilty one for us so that we might be free living from a time of no condemnation like we read in the book of Romans. He's taken it all away. Come on, let's say it together. He's taken it all away by nailing it on the cross. If you are a Christian, then you are a forgiven person from the cradle to the grave. That's so beautiful. And today, maybe you're watching and you say, Gideon, I'm not a Christian. I didn't even know that Jesus died for me. I didn't even know that the sinless Son of God gave his life, that God put the sin of the world on him and took it to a grave and then rose victoriously on Easter Sunday for me. Yes, he did this for you, for you. And today you also can receive the gift of salvation and the gift of eternal life in Jesus' name. Hebrews 10, 14 says this, By his one perfect sacrifice, he has made us perfectly holy and complete for all time. Wow. Now we're going to celebrate this beautiful, beautiful meal. Beautiful meal. Today, more than any other day in the calendar of every year, we celebrate what actually happened when 2,000 years ago, Jesus gave his body and his blood was spilled for us. And I'm going to read something in Matthew's gospel when Jesus was there with his disciples. And he was there on the Passover, which would have been Wednesday night. He would have been there having a meal with them. And at the end of the meal, he would be sharing this Passover meal with them and this uh, communion time together. Let's read Matthew 26. As they ate, Jesus took the bread and blessed it. And he broke it. And he said, this is my body. Eat it. Then taking the cup of wine and giving praises to the Father, he entered into covenant with them hey this is very powerful listen to this entered into covenant saying this is my blood each of you must drink in fulfillment of the covenant the new covenant for this is the blood that seals the new covenant isn't it beautiful it seals the new covenant it will be poured out for many for complete forgiveness of sins isn't that so powerful it was the fulfillment of a new covenant the new covenant included healing we've been healed 2,000 years ago Jesus made available to us he's he forgiveness he forgave us on the cross all the other promises of God we've come into a new kingdom with new promises with a new reality heaven has come into the earth now, before we have communion, did you know that right now in Israel, there's a lockdown like it's here. And for the first time, Passover is celebrated in the same way that it was celebrated, that first Passover in the Exodus, right there in Egypt. 
And when they celebrate, you know, each home was by themselves. Now, normally they celebrate, different people come together, 20, 30, they would have the cedar meal and they would celebrate Passover together. But now only families can come together, just like that time, first time. And they would eat the roasted lamb, which was a prophecy for Jesus, the roasted lamb. And when they had killed the lamb, that blood was put over the doorpost. So that the, the angel of death and the angel of the plagues, all this kind of stuff, would, would cover them. Nobody got sick because the blood was applied. This is the first time since the real exodus, I don't know, three and a half thousand years ago, that they are in the same situation right now. It's a special, unique moment in history. But the blood of Jesus even speaks much louder than the blood of just a lamb in those days. The blood of Jesus, the son of the living God, it's a powerful. And I want to ask you, and this just just make sure that we keep proclaiming this over our families, that we keep saying and declaring the blood of Jesus over our families as protection, as enablement in every way in Jesus' name. There is power in the blood. Amen? Come on. There's power in the blood of Jesus. So today, let's join. I hope you got your elements ready uh, to let's, let's enjoy this beautiful meal together, and it's a meal of exchange. Now listen to me. This is a holy moment right there where you are. Maybe you're alone by yourself. Maybe you're there with your family. Wherever you are, I want you to make this a holy moment as we recognize and as we memorize and, and commemorate. Remember that Christ died for us and that in that, we have been healed. We have had this beautiful exchange come to us. Heaven has come into our situation. So whatever the need is in your life, as we take this, we're going to receive everything that God has for us. We give Him our sicknesses, and He gives us our healing. We give Him our brokenness. He gives us our strength and healing in every way. Whatever you're lacking today, give it to Him. And say, Jesus, thank you that you give me your life and you provide for me in this way, in Jesus' name. And so let's, let's take now the, the body of Christ that, that the, the, the bread represents Christ's body. Let's all take the body right now. Let's do it all together, wherever you are. Come on, let's celebrate this together, this beautiful moment, as we think of this on Good Friday 2020. And we thank Jesus broke this. And he says, this is my body broken for you, for your healing, for life. I am the bread of life. Man shall not live from bread alone, but every word that was spoken over you. As we eat this bread, we receive and we eat Christ. We eat his words. We eat his promises. We eat his life. And whatever you need, by his stripes we are healed. Today, eat in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. <sighs> it's a cup. It's the most beautiful cup ever. This is where the precious blood of Jesus, the Son of God, the Word made flesh, He was eternal from, from forever. He was forever and He is, will be forever. He was the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. The one who reigns in full glory. 
the one who we can't even look at right now and you would just incinerate of his glory and perfection. That he would go to a cross and be so, so, so violated and so hurt for us that by his stripes we might find healing and life by his blood flowing that we may find forgiveness. Let's be be aware and let's thank Jesus for what he's given to us on the cross, his beautiful blood that gave us a new reality, a new kingdom, sons and daughters of the living God, eternal life. Let's drink with faith and gratitude in our hearts today. In Jesus' name. Oh, I'm so grateful to Jesus. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Are you grateful? So thankful for him. We're going to finish here, but I, I thought, I love that song. Thank you for the cross, Lord. And we sang it earlier on in the service. I would just like to speak the words over us as a prayer, as a thank you to Jesus. Can we do this, please, together? I'll read it to you, and you disagree with me. Thank you for the cross, Lord. Thank you for the price that you paid. Bearing all my sin and shame, in love you came. To, and you gave amazing, amazing grace. Thank you for this love, Lord. Thank you for the nail-pierced hands. It washed me in your cleansing flow. Now all I know is your forgiveness and your embrace. Worthy. Come on, say it together. Worthy is the Lamb, seated on the throne. Crown you now with many crowns. You reign victorious, high and lifted up. Jesus, the Son of God, the darling of heaven, crucified. Worthy is the Lamb of God. Worthy is the Lamb of God. I'm so remembered by John the Baptist when he saw Jesus coming and he was going to baptize Jesus. He says, look, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Father, we thank you for what you've done for us. We are so grateful, Lord. May we find such encouragement and hope and healing in knowing what you've done for us as we look forward to celebrating with you, Lord, the resurrection from the dead and eternal life on Sunday morning. Easter Sunday morning in two days' time. In Jesus' name. And we all said, Amen. Amen.